It's the Muppets Minute Show with your hosts, Annie and Nick. Yay! Yay! It's time to talk about the Muppets movies minute by minute. Today, we're talking about the Muppets Take Manhattan Minute 78. Minute 78 begins with the gang agreeing to get ready for the show and ends with a case of mistaken identity. At least in this minute. Um, so we hear the gang is, is, is agreeing to get over to the theater, right? Yeah. And then we have a very extended beat of Kermit sort of absentmindedly banging these glasses. Yep. What do you think of this whole plot point, Nick? Well, I will say, first of all, as a minute taken out of the movie, it's insanely slow. It really is. But, I mean, it's okay to slow the story down every now and then. I don't have a problem with that. But just, I just mean that the idea that they had to, to kind of get this to be the way that they all find each other again. So I love it because the the Muppets kind of are revolved around music uh, to a degree. And I, I love the fact that Kermit can't help but... Because think about music. Music brings like a little bit of happiness into our lives. Music brings entertainment into our lives. It it kind of you know in in the right way can then you know infuse us and make our day and and I think this is kind of like uh, we have this drab and dreary life that Kermit's living here. Not to say it's a bad life; he's going to be successful in this new life. But this the music is what's breaking him out of that. It's in him. It's always in him, and so yeah. subconsciously. It's coming out of him. Like this is actually such a brilliant way of getting them to 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 meet back up together instead of them just recognizing him or seeing him and whatever or even hearing his voice. Him playing this tune that they all recognize that subconsciously in his brain, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. It really is. Like I I, I you were talking about how music how we make this sort of connection to music and um, I think that music really connects to us emotionally. It can like tap into sort of our emotional state a lot of the time. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening here with him. Like, I don't even think he, he obviously, as we'll see in the rest of the minute and tomorrow, he doesn't quite know why, like he doesn't know why he's tapping into this, but he's definitely tapping into something. My only, my question is, why do you suppose they went with the glass idea that he's kind of doing it accidentally as opposed to maybe he just starts humming it like he's remembering it. Why do you think? I mean, I know it's that's two completely different separate scenarios, but I'm wondering why you think they went with this this way. Um, well, I think this is a little more subconscious than than humming it. Um, no, it's totally more subconscious. Oh. I mean, I'm I'm saying that it is okay, uh, like okay, it, okay. it is. And then humming it is more of an active decision. Yeah. Um, and I know that that's probably I mean, maybe they didn't want him to be able to make the active decision. They wanted him right. to accident accidentally do it. I get it. But um, it would have been powerful, I think, if like you were just saying, if he had just for some reason retained that bit of his memory and, and could tap into it when he was feeling kind of particularly, you know, bored or or, you know, lonely. And I I, I don't know. I thought that would have been a, that would have been an interesting route to do. That being said, 
this bit where he's tapping on the glasses is it's definitely more cinematic visual mem- yeah visual memorable and i remember it like from a kid i remember the sound of the ding 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 like mm-hmm. it it, it kind of gets under your skin and you remember it so it was definitely a successful good choice i just i, I mean theoretically i'm just speaking like if you were writing this movie I don't know if that's the way I would have gone. And I might have been wrong, but I don't know if that's the way I would have gone. You know, well, I'm thinking it's the more powerful way. And I don't know if I'm getting this across right, but it's kind of like spewing out from him. Like, like he's just kind of this is just part of him. And, and he's just kind of doing it. But don't you think it's part of him even more if he's just humming it? No, I think that's he, too intentional. I think that that takes away from some of the the meaning of it. Okay. No. Yeah. Okay, you're like you're you're kind of saying it's like yeah, if you're humming it, that means your brain is actually remembering it and it's actually making an active choice to do it. Right. Whereas this is like his body is there's just his it needs to come out. It's coming out somehow, and he doesn't know why or how. But this is the way it, it's decided to manifest. Well, like, I, yeah. I get I get that and I like it. I'm not trying to dog on it. I think it's a really brilliant idea, actually. I just I'm just wondering mm-hmm. the difference between those two choices that they could have made. You know what I mean? Well, so. the, the difference also is if you're if you're humming something, usually you're putting together a tune, whereas this. I think can be passed off as he literally, I'll do it. I mean, literally just pick up a spoon or pick up something and tap it. And I think that's all he's doing. But then his brain then puts the chords together because that's who Kermit is. He's he's an entertainer. He's going to, he puts together this music. He wrote this music theoretically. So, um, he's just banging his, his board. He's banging his spoon the the boredom of this job is kind of coming out and, and showing itself and manifesting itself in a way where he's just acting out, hitting a spoon, and all of a sudden it makes a tune, and he's like, oh. I, I don't even know how you much know, he recognizes that he's making a tune, No, to be I don't think he knows either. Yeah. I think it's for the benefit of, of the Muppets. Right, right. Um, but I think that it's, it's, just, it's just really interesting. And, like, also, there is something to be said about the idea that fate quote-unquote destiny quote-unquote is playing a role here because the the water glasses all happen to be at the perfect level of water to create the perfect chords of this song or not perfect but close enough to make those notes you know what i mean um so it it does seem like it was just sort of a meant to be moment Uh, let me tell you about that a little bit i looked up the idea of of the whole water glass musical instrument thing uh-huh that's a whole thing right well it is it is so here you go here's a little something you guys can try at home so you can arrange the water glasses in a line right you fill them up with varying amounts of water the trick is try to make the increments of water equal for example start with an eighth cup of water in the first one then each succeeding glass so that has an eighth cup of water more than the previous glass. So that's, that's the trick to really make a real scale, um, to equal increments. And then the glasses with the most water produce the lower sounds and the ones with the least amount of water produce the higher sounds. Right. So there you go. That's how it works. 
Interesting. Okay. Well, I like that. And I might try that at home with my kids. I think they would find that fun. Um, anyway, all that being said, I think it's a really brilliant, um, way to get them to find him and recognize him. It would, I mean, think of all the alternatives they could have done. It could have just been walking down the street. Hey, there's Kermit. And that's not dynamic or dramatic or, or fun in any possible way. And so the fact that they came up with this is just brilliant and I love it. Um, but this bit where they all kind of come to this sort of slow realization is so good because you're not used to the Muppets just kind of being so slow in any regard. And right. so it's just kind of, it's just a really nice moment. This is like you said, this entire like minute is, is very slow, but it's letting us breathe. You know, it's kind of letting us realize, okay, this is a huge moment and we need to enjoy it. So I like that. And I do like that Dr. Teeth seems to be the first one to um, pick up on the uh, familiar tune. I was like going to say that, too. For some reason, yeah. it fits. It works. Yeah, he's I mean, he's yeah, he's the lead lead band guy. Like He's the yeah. most musical of all of them, probably at that table. Uh, so it does make sense. And I like it. Uh, it's a really good little detail. And then they all kind of simultaneously look at each other like they all figure it out. It's really great. It's really great. Really well done. And the way that they pan up and they're looking over and then these other guys, we've all been in the, we've all been in that moment, right? Where you're like, what somebody looking at me? And then you, it's just it's right. a really well done moment. It's really well shot. Again, shout out to what's his name? Uh Robert, what's his name? Uh Rob that was yesterday. You're expecting me to remember Robert Painter. I've, Robert Painter. Shout out to Robert Painter and his fantastic uh, photography and the direction. All of that stuff here is just really well done. Um, the the angles, just perfect angle down so that you can't quite see Kermit. Like he's in the sh- he's in he's underneath, so you can't see him, and the viewer can't see him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a really really nice shot, and it it's one more fake out that wasn't necessary. Like we didn't need this little fake out. Like. Gonzo could have just peeked around and seen Kermit, right? I know. It is weird that they go through it, but it is a funny comical beat. But it's very funny, and it's necessary. I think they need it to make the pacing of this, the humor of the scene work, and I think it's great. Well, because um, it makes you wonder for just a second, wait, are they actually going to leave the restaurant without seeing Kermit? Yeah. Like, and going to have to meet up with them somewhere else? Yeah, are they going to miss him? And you do think that here, which is, yeah. po- I think th- that's the point. And they they uh, they achieved that. So it's a really great... Because it would be really very Muppet bit. to miss yeah. Kermit altogether. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's great. And I think, uh, I don't know, I have a feeling that they might, uh, they might figure out that it's Kermit. What do you think? We'll see. Uh, is that all you have for Minute 78? That is. Well, we will meet you guys back here again with Minute 79 of Muppets Minute.